I'm Bern Leckie, and this is the start of a short series of podcasts from Seven Vineyard, where we'll be looking at Psalm 139. Here's how it starts. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in, behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. So, what's that about? There is something very disarming, isn't there, about being known. In my life, I like to think there's something good about knowing things, knowing people, maybe knowing more than someone else does, if I'm trying to gain someone's confidence that I know what I'm talking about. There's this very old saying, knowledge is power, and that's great when I feel I have it. But when someone else has that knowledge, that power over me, that doesn't always feel so good. It reminds me of awkward conversations with my mum when she knew I wasn't telling her the truth. I remember this one Christmas, we had a massive jar of Rose's chocolates back when they were actually massive. And I was pretty small and I just I just loved them. And there were so many in the jar, I knew no one had noticed if I had a few. So I had a few when no one was looking and they were really, really nice. So I had a few more because no one's going to notice. Who's going to know? Um, this might have carried on for a while and might have repeated a few times <laughs> all the time. I'm sure I'm the only one who's ever going to know. Isn't it funny? Um, mums have this way of knowing stuff, isn't it? So when the jar that had been full sort of became almost empty, she knew. How did you know? And even though I said I hadn't eaten a whole jar of chocolates when I was the only person in the room, she knew. <laughs> maybe maybe she saw some of the wrappers that wouldn't quite stay in my pockets. Or maybe she noticed at dinner time that I wasn't very hungry and I was uh, a bit sick. <laughs> All stuff I could have kept to myself, I thought. But somehow she knew. How, how did that work? There's this part of me that thinks back to times like that when I hear David say, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. And I think, oh, busted. <laughs> Is this a good thing, being searched? Do you know, do you know what you're going to find? <laughs> do you know there's stuff I'd rather you didn't find and didn't know? <laughs> you know we're not just talking about sweet rappers, right? What else would your mum have found if she searched you or searched your room when you were a bit older? Would it all be stuff you were proud of? Stuff you wanted to talk about? When does it start to being great to be searched and known? When we're a bit older? And that's when we start going for jobs and we want people to know all the good things about us and stuff we're passionate about, stuff we're good at, stuff we want to be known for. But if there's stuff we can keep hidden away, well, that'd be fine too, right? I remember one of my first job interviews, I was really keen for them to know how good I am at spreadsheets and data and uh, how good I thought I could become at their stuff. But I'd rather they didn't know how stressed I got dealing with difficult people, which is 
<laughs> kind of the job or how much I hated wearing a suit or getting up early in the morning or how little I'd got paid in my last job and I was lucky I didn't really have anything to hide and these days people leave the whole history of nights out and thoughtless words sometimes embarrassing hurtful things out there on the internet and it's all ready to be searched and employers do search so we all learn to be careful do we really want to be searched and fully known i think it's quite possible those words you have searched me might fill you with dread <laughs> me too I like to think I don't mind people knowing me, but searching and knowing me that well. <sighs> okay, David, he's writing Psalm 139. He's a king. He's got a rule. He has power. He can only hold it if he has knowledge. I wonder how many battles he won because he knew better than his enemies. I wonder how many people were loyal to him because he kept their secrets. He had to make decisions every day. He had to lead. So he had to know what's going on with other people can you see how he's flipped that around here though he's talking to god and saying you know me you know me so well you know everything about me i can't hide things from you i can't be clever i can't get the upper hand in negotiations with you it can't be my job to lead you it's yours to lead me says king david the king wow can you see how vulnerable he is and is he feeling good about it yes wonderful he says look at that last verse such knowledge is too wonderful for me hold on what knowledge can you see he isn't just being vulnerable and searched and sussed out and busted it's got to be about something else i think it's got to be about intimacy why because he's either talking about knowledge of himself saying to god look how well you know me I, I could never know myself that well and that is wonderful or maybe he's saying to god i could never know you that well he's talking like they've got a relationship isn't that what he's saying just not not directly I'm sure that the knowing that David's talking about is far beyond the intelligence he could ever have about other people. He's talking about knowing intimately, the way people only can in really close, vulnerable, loving relationships. Isn't that special? I, I find that amazing. It's amazing enough for me that i've grown over time to want at least a few people to know me that well to know me fully the people who are close enough to see sweet wrappers in my pockets the people who want to know why i'm not feeling like food at dinner time those people i'm very glad i've got one or two of them in my life they are my family and i'm as close to them as they are to me isn't it even more amazing though that we can count god in at that level of intimacy and with that much love you know some people think about god as remote and maybe he's powerful maybe he knows everything about everything yeah because he's he's omniscient he's god but is he welcome to us like that like he is to david are we happy to celebrate being vulnerable and open to god the way david is 
Does it make us feel amazing that we don't even have to do anything and sit through an interview and make a case and impress God for him to accept us into his family? <laughs> Can we even imagine family life with this much love, <laughs> getting close without getting hurt, being vulnerable without being shamed? Even if we know, like David, there's a bunch of stuff we'd love to hide from everyone else. I think um, being known like that is more than amazing. It's life-changing. So, do we want to let God not just know us, but let us know, like he let David know through his spirit, how much he loves us, how much he knows us, and how much he values us this week. What difference could that make to you? <laughs>